Hello, and welcome to the G2 Podcast. <laughs> uh, so, I'm not really sure how I can follow that, but I'm going to start with a game because it's me and I'm known for games. So, now uh, I'm going to ask who's heard of Through the Keyhole? I got a slightly better response than I did last time when I talked about extenders, which is good. So, let's try that again. Who's heard of Through the Keyhole? Hey, there we go. So we're going to play through the keyhole. It's uh, quite an old show that was back when I was a kid. And then they did a remake back early 2010s. I don't know what they call them now. 2010s. Um, so basically, what you're going to do is you're going to look at some pictures and you have to try and guess whose house it is from those pictures. So round one, let's have a go. Any ideas? Just shout out if you know it. A bit louder than that. Friends, is that, can I hear a friends? What? Yes, it is, and it is. Friends. I think, I think they established in the final episode that at some point every single one of them had lived in that house. So we could definitely go with that. Okay, round two. Some of our younger members might be able to spot who this, whose house this is. Can we let the crash area shout out who this house is? It's Mr. Tumble. Just to confirm who's here. Mr. Tumble. Can you tell I've got small children? Right. And round number three. Now, before you go for the obvious, now I since discovered when researching this talk that uh, it changes with each character. I don't want to say the word because it'll give away. So... Not only who is it, but which one is it? <laughs> who said that straight away? Right, let's see. Is Peter right? Yay, he's right. Okay, now you've all got this quite easily, so I'm going to throw in a bit of a harder one. Okay, and this, just to make it a bit harder, this is someone from G2. So this is a real house, people. Anyone know? Whose house this is? After three, shout out if you know. One, two, three. The Smiths. Let's see. Yay! There were good photos there, Hannah. No mess or anything. It was very impressive. <laughs> um, so, now when I get watching or playing these games like you do on the television and kind of stuff, it always makes me think about. Um, if it was my house and you, someone was coming around to my house to try and think if it was my house, um, what would they see in my house that would make it mine? What kind of things uh, would come up and it would be really obvious it was me? And I just thought, you might be thinking that too. So I'd love for you to just take one minute on your tables and just talk about what in your house makes it yours and what kind of things you love about your home. So have a quick chat now. Okay, great. If you want to bring these conversations to a close... I hate that you all had some really good discussions on your table. Maybe you've learned something about each other that you didn't know before. I don't know. Um, whenever I think of my house, um, what about me? I always think of my books. I love books. If you come round to my house, we'll end up talking about them. You'll probably go away with a recommendation of something to read. You may even get sent home with a book, as quite a few of you have already come to my house, and that has happened. 
Um, and uh, I'm really lucky as well. We're really lucky enough in our house to have like a fire stove. And I love nothing more than like curling up on our slightly broken sofa with a book. And it's lovely. Now, when uh, we go away from our home, may I be on a work trip, school trip, or a holiday, which is always fun, um, we can't always take those things with us. We can't always take our favorite things with us. Take a few books, but I definitely can't take all the ones I've got, though I have tried to take quite a few too many before. Um, so if you were going away today, I just want you to have a thing. If you were going away, what would you take with you? And what would you have to leave behind? What would you be disappointed to have to leave behind? When we think of the Christmas story, we often think about the journey that um, Joseph and Mary went on and the destination and what happened when they get there. But we don't often think about the fact that they have to leave their home. Joseph had a home in Nazareth that he'd made. He'd left Bethlehem, he'd set up this home, he'd made it for himself. There'll have been things in there that was his that made it his home. He might have had a chair he made. He was a carpenter after all, maybe some poetry or something that had passed down the family line. I don't know, but he would have had some things there. And then suddenly Emperor Caesar declared that he had to head back home to where his family were from, stand up and be counted in the census. Uh, for, but we expected him to go. He expected to go home for a short period of time, and a very heavily pregnant Mary went with him. And this wasn't like uh, if I was called to go to my hometown, I'd hop in the car for two and a half hours. This wasn't like that. For them, it says I think it would have taken a healthy man five days to get to Bethlehem from where they were. And bear in mind that would have taken a lot longer with a very heavily pregnant woman. Um, they would have had to have carried all their food and water. And as well as that, it was a dangerous road. There would have been wild animals. There, there was, would have been a chance of getting robbed and attacked along the way. So not the best of journeys that we think about. And then after this long, horrible journey that would have been really hard, if, I, if it was me, I'd have been really looking forward to having a good cup of tea, having a cozy room, putting my feet up and relaxing. But that wasn't what awaited them. What awaited them was a stable where Mary ended up having a baby, Jesus. And we all know that you don't get much sleep when you've had a baby. Though they did have some interesting visitors. After all that, if I was Joseph, I'd have been so ready to go home. To go home and be surrounded by the things that are familiar, my home comforts. Um, and then starting to create that family home, this family that we've started to make. But the Bible tells us that that isn't what happened. Uh, it says that Jesus was presented at the temple 40 days after he was born. And we're also not clear about when the Magi visited. Um, but the Bible says that um, Herod, King Herod, the baddie in the Christmas story, issued uh, the order to kill babies and all the ba male babies under the age of two. And he made that call based on what the, the Magi told him when they went to see him about how long the star had been in the sky. And we also know, as the Bible says, that the family had to flee to Egypt and, and stay there until they were given the all clear from God that it was safe to go home. Joseph spent so long away from his home, from his home comforts. But here's the thing. He wasn't alone. Jesus was with him. One of the names for Jesus is Emmanuel, and that means that God is with us, because he is. God is perfect, and we're imperfect. 
And because of this, this means that without sacrifices or rituals and things that we see in the Old Testament, we can't ever be with him, despite how much he loves us. In steps Jesus. He came to earth, lived a perfect life, ended up being crucified on the cross, rising again and conquering death. You can check out the Bible for a more detailed version of that story. But through all of this, we get a choice. Jesus came to this earth so we could have a relationship with him and find our forever home. A home that's full of hope and that can be with us wherever we go. All you have to do is accept him and welcome him in. And if you want to know more about that, please just come and speak to me afterwards or speak to Hannah and Ellie and we'd love to talk to you more about that. Now, I'm not sure where you're going to be this Christmas, whether you're going to be at home, whether you're going to be away, whether it's going to be quiet or busy. But I really pray that you find Jesus in your Christmas. That no matter what, you feel at home knowing that God is with you. Because that is why we celebrate Christmas. God is with us, which means that you are loved and you have a home in him. Now, what I'd really, we'd really like to do for you as D2 is we'd like to pray for you as you enter this Christmas period about where you're going to be. So what we'd love to you to do on your tables, like we said before, are some post-it notes. Um, so if you could write or draw where you're going to be this Christmas. And then, this looks very small compared to that bus. In my house, it seemed very big. But this is a house. So we'd love to you for you to come and stick it on, and then we'll pray for you. There's also some pens, so you could just come and write on if that's easier. But yeah, if you could do that, that would be great. Oh.